All right, welcome back to Inside Flicks. We're going to be talking about two black and white films, two Oscar contenders, uh, Come On, Come On and Belfast. Uh, these are two much critically hyped films uh, that are are put on a couple. I've seen actually both of these movies put on a lot of uh, top 10 lists of last year twenty for 2021. And actually, we were all excited to watch it because uh you know we're trying we're wrapping up our kind of uh films that we haven't seen yet and these two films are now available on vod let's start with come on come on what scares you jesse where'd you go what makes you angry ah! maybe we can just take this process slowly and see see how it feels you are just terrible at this oh man i'm trying <laughs> Rich, tell us a little bit about this, the synopsis. Well, this film is written and directed by Mike Mills, who's a very, you know, a critically acclaimed uh, writer-director. Uh, and it's uh, stories about uh, Joaquin Phoenix. When, when his sister asks him to look after his son, a radio journalist embarks on a, a cross-country trip with his energetic nephew to show him life away from Los Angeles. And this uh, Joaquin Phoenix stars alongside Gabby Hoffman, and the child is uh, a child star is named uh, Woody Norman, and Scoot Mary also makes an appearance. Yeah, so basically, this is just kind of a two part or a two person drama. It's it's essentially it's Joaquin Phoenix and this little boy for most of the movie, and we get to see their kind of relationship. And it's really kind of a father son drama, but in this case, it's an uncle and nephew film, and uh, they are they have. They don't have when they when we when the the movie starts. They don't have much of a relationship. He hasn't seen his nephew for over a year, and because his mother or his sister Gabby, played by Gabby yeah. Hoffman, they has some kind of personal issues that she has to attend to, uh, concerning the ex husband, the boy's father. Uh, that Joaquin Phoenix's character has to take over and pr- pretty much kind of take care care of this kid for a few weeks or even a couple months maybe uh and so it, the movie just follows them too it's it's a little bit like a road picture it's a little bit about it's a little bit like a personal drama slice of life drama uh i think it's the cinematographer here who's the cinematographer rich what's uh, uh robbie ryan robbie ryan and his credentials is i think he is uh, someone who i think he did marriage story am i correct on that uh slow west and american honey yeah and, and and marriage story oh and marriage story yeah marriage story yeah, yeah. so yeah this guy's a really good cinematographer i'm was, favorite oh really okay so yeah this guy was uh uh extremely talented i think i think the best thing about this movie is the cinematography that black and white cinematography but the the rest of the film i thought it was quite i don't know maybe frustrating is uh too big a, or too too harsh of a word but i really kind of was not, not able to connect to any of the characters maybe that has to do with the fact that I don't have children of my own and I don't, you know, and I'm not a parent, but it, it, I just could not connect with these two people. And I don't know. What was your feelings? And I should also mention that Richard didn't see the full movie. He kind of, uh, well, I'll let you explain why he didn't no, finish the movie. Uh, well, I, I got, uh, yeah, I, I started watching from the beginning and I, and I noticed a good performances of all around, uh, Joaquin Phoenix, you know, doing a, just another great performance by him. But the the child involved in I mean uh, although he's doing okay uh, and, and I didn't like him <laughs> I mean uh, I didn't I, I couldn't get it, I couldn't get into it I didn't and I just I just got 
sleepy. <laughs> I mean, you got, I lost interest right away. I mean, you got bored. You got I bored. I didn't care. Mm. I said, this, yeah, I got bored. I mean, it, it's like a take okay, care well, of your own problems kind I, of thing, situation. <laughs> I mean, like, uh, let's, you know, well, I'm like, probably, I'm probably the one that liked it the most. I didn't necessarily love the movie uh, going into it. Cause I didn't see any trailers for it or anything like that. I only saw a bunch of posters and from and from the posters i was like okay this is going to basically be like a, a a modern day like woody allen movie or something like that and i'm like i'm right. I'm, I'm cool with that uh i'm personally a, a fan of woody allen's movies and um i, I know you know this past decade his movies haven't been quite as good i mean i think his like last really good movie was probably a uh, midnight in paris and uh it's kind of been for the most part kind of downhill since then but um and also, I, I think it's kind of just kind of very controversial now. But <laughs> so I, I, I was ex- I was excited uh, for for this movie in that regard. But I don't know. I think this is actually like pretty mediocre, even compared to some of like Woody Allen's lesser movies. Um, it's not a bad movie. I thought the performances around were all great. I, I was actually yeah. uh, I really liked uh, Scoot McNeary in his very tiny role and. He he plays the father of the boy, and uh, I I love Gabby Hoffman in the movie. Actually, I thought Gabby Hoffman was great, and um, and the cinematography, like you said, is beautiful. And um, I I like because um, uh, you mentioned in the plot synopsis that Joaquin Phoenix's character he's a um, like he's 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 doing this uh ra- radio project. Was he doing? He's was yeah. He's doing, what, yeah. What was he doing? Uh, like he, a, he's doing a like like a um man on the street type of story uh, what's the name ken burns kind of situation like radio with um with uh feature uh doing backgrounds on kids well it's kind of like that uh, this like, smart um, yeah and, and, be, and or actually and, actually actually uh uh orphans it's kind of like this uh uh my uh, my american life which is uh hosted by um, uh ira glass and it's basically he's okay. doing kind of an ira glass per, uh, impersonation it, also i feel like joaquin felix is also doing an impersonation of mike mills if you ever hear his interviews he kind of talks in and and speaks in that kind of a way but yeah go ahead uh raymond uh, give us your rest of your thoughts yeah so um the because because of this choice, you uh, you have a bunch of uh, narration throughout the film, and it uh, blends perfectly, I think, with the beautiful cinematography. And it it it, wor- it works well. Everything about this movie works technically. It's just I don't think the movie is necessarily doing anything that we haven't seen before, and I just think it kind of just overstays its welcome. Because by the second half, I was just kind of over it. And um, the the beautiful cinematography and stuff wasn't really enough to save it. Neither were the performances by the second half. And while I don't think it's a bad movie, um, I think it's just kind of okay, uh, kind of very overhyped. Yeah, yeah unfortunately, I, I, I yeah, but I didn't finish. I didn't finish the movie, but that's that's exactly how I felt, basically. Yeah, I agree too. Yeah. I, I think the movie is. I, I'm actually quite shocked that the critics kind of have been and praising I like, this um, movie. Uh, I, and I and I really like um I really like Mike Mills uh previous or it was I guess it was like a decade ago now I think it came out in 2010 but I like Beginners a lot more because I Beginners was all had also had very be- not black and white but had a very beautiful cinematography and you had also like a lot of narration throughout that movie from uh Ewan, was it Ewan McGregor's character that was narrating I, I believe so yeah I think it was and yeah. um. It, 
and it it, it worked it worked really well and uh, and also you have the incredible performance from uh, Christopher Plummer in that film and but that movie it felt like it had just more to say and it felt just like i think more fresh it felt a lot more fresh this this really i mean a, a movie about you know uh, a a guy you know going through 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 problems and then this kid kind of making him go through uh go through his life again i mean we've we've seen that before i mean i don't think this movie's really anything new yeah i i agree or so, special i agree somewhat uh that uh we kind of seen this before uh and um i guess the thing i really kind of disagree with the movie is like just the parodying the parodying style of the of the, of the way they're hit it seems like walking phoenix is kind of like a a rug that the kid just walks all over the whole throughout the whole movie and i i just thought maybe oh, and, and, and maybe the character is just because the character is so non-confrontational or at least he doesn't want to be feel like he's uh, a, a disciplinarian or or wants to feel like he is a authority figure or he fears of, of you know becoming a complete dick or something but i think that the, the movie doesn't really present a i suppose it presents an accurate uh depiction of of parenthood where parents get frustrated with their own children because they're you know very much a I mean, there are. It's frustrating to be in some of these uh, uh, scenarios with your children, uh, with these children, where where they have, uh, you know, emotional issues coming from. Yeah, homes. but I mean, how many times have? I mean, there are there are so many better examples of other movies that may give you that. I mean, you yeah, have to I, watch. Come on, come on, to get that. <laughs> so I think I think the yeah. So I'm I'm actually quite shocked that the critics kind of uh, you know there's been many critics kind of been putting this on their list of top movies of the year uh, where it felt like uh, nothing new uh, really uh, just like uh, I also found, I also found the movie kind of uh, just kind of uh, I guess boring I guess I mean I just or just slow very, very yeah. slow very slow I guess and we never really get to the well, emotional uh, core well, of the I was into it the first half yeah but we never really get into the kind of the emotional core of the characters I think Obviously, you know, Joaquin's Phoenix's character is dealing with all his own issues. And we, you know, we, he is, uh, he, he, he talks about a previous relationship that he just uh, got out of. And, but then they never really explore that. And they never really explore the kids kind of emotional issues with no. his own father, which I thought that was the kind of the most. Uh, just one quick little throwaway scene. Yeah. One quick little throw, a couple throwaway lines. Um, but I, but I, I would disagree uh, with you guys. So I, I think the the kid gave a pretty great performance. I, I think agree. everyone gave a great performance. I thought the little kid was was really was really really good. Especially the, like, well, I get didn't make it that far, but <laughs> he has a uh, like a very emotional scene and in, in, towards the end of the film. And I thought I thought he I thought he was great. I think the kid does a, a does a really great job performance wise. I think the character is a spoiled kid, which makes actually more accurate. I mean, I guess that well, makes more well, sense. I, think, I feel no. well. I feel the same. I feel that about everyone in the script. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't really like any of the characters in the in the, in the movie. But the, it's because of the, the film deals with mental illness as well. I mean, it's obvious that Scoot McNair, uh, McNary. Is, oh, barely, because but he's like uh, he doesn't even have but, any lines. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but it's it's it's, but, it's okay. Yeah. It's, it's how mental illness affects other people in the family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, no, that, it, no, it, it's also affecting affect his son. 
which is hereditary. Yeah. Basically, so. you think the, so that's you think why the, I mean, you think like, the kid has some mental issues? Definitely. That that's what they're that's that's what they're saying. I mean, they're, they're, that's are they saying, they're, dude? I mean, like they're, the whole they're, thing, they're walking, orphans. I think that Remember I think the that, whole mm. orphan story thing. I mean, the whole orphan thing he would do. Well, yeah, but I think, yeah, I think, I think he's just an orphan that was like uh, abandoned. Isn't he just acting out? And I don't know if he if, if, no. If the kid does have like this mental issues that comes from his father, that would be interesting. But it never really this movie never really explores any of that kind of. It's not it, explored yet. And so it really leaves a lot of questions to me. And really what we got here is just kind of a really kind of slow burning depiction of this type of parenthood that I, you know, that I found just kind of a little frustrating with. Um, it's but, definitely parenting while, while walking, walking on eggshells kind of parenting. It's not right. There's no, um, you know, there's no boundaries. So they could discipline him. Yeah. There's no threat. There's no threat to him. Yeah. He, there's nothing that they, they can't. I mean, it's the it's like whatever he's spoiled. He's definitely spoiled. <laughs> he gets away with a lot of stuff. Definitely. Um, I do like Mike Mills as a as a filmmaker. I I, I liked uh, Beginners. I liked his last movie. Uh, he's okay. Well, I liked his last movie, Twenty Century Women, which was a, has a really great performance by Annette Bening, and I I uh, think. That's an overlooked mm-hmm. film. I, I hope people just go watch that film instead of this film. I mean, I guess, I guess, I guess. Look, if you're a parent, if you're in your late thirties, early forties, and you just have a a young child, maybe you will relate to this. No, more. That, that's not that's not fair, dude. You know, you, you no, no, that's not that's not fair. You can't recommend this movie to like regular, just like 30, 40 year old parents. You have to be like a very artsy oh. person. Very bohemian. That's go, going that also going through parenthood. So yeah, this is a very this is like basically a movie that's made for critics. Exactly. You have to be a, exactly. Yeah, yeah, parent exactly. and you have to be a very, very artsy, artsy like person. Like it or you have to be like the characters from uh from Candyman 4, you know, you have to in the art the whole art world, you know, like it's for those those people, which is like basically like one percent of the population well i i think i like i it's and it's also like michael it's mike mills right mike mills is comes from this kind of uh i would yeah. say this type of professional class where they are not struggling but they're not rich they're not overly rich they're kind of in this comfortable comfortable lifestyle and he you know like he once said i thought that was so intriguing he says something about how I think he was promoting his last movie, 20th Century Women. He said something about how his movies don't make any money. He actually doesn't make any money from his movies. And he's actually a, a much, he's better known as a graphic uh, artist, a designer. And he makes more money doing that mm-hmm. than actual his actual movies. And uh, yeah, I mean, that, that's very interesting that, you know, these type of artsy kind of filmmakers are really not making any money. Yet they, I, I do like kind of his his depiction of his this type of class of professionalism they're kind of this professional comfortable living people that we kind of all should strive for uh we don't want to be overly rich but also we don't want to be this kind of bougie kind of uh bohemian types also (laughs) so but uh so it's a very weird i just i I think this if you relate to that type of class you would definitely understand this this kind of style of parenting or this parenthood, this type of parenthood. But uh, for me, I just found very hard to kind of relate to. Um, yeah. But other than that, I love the cinematography because I think that's the best thing about the movie, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, let's get on to, uh, uh, Oh, that's great. I guess uh, you're great. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I will give this a C plus. Uh, I, I, 
maybe just to mm-hmm. see. I would. That's how bored I was with the movie, or just to kind of disappointed with it. But I guess you know what? I'm gonna give it a C plus. Uh, there were some things I kind of liked about it, but other than that, I think it's a kind of really just mediocre film. Raymond, what's your grade? Yeah, C plus also actually. Okay. Okay. And I didn't see it, so I can't grade it. Yeah. You didn't, I, I didn't see it. You I didn't, didn't finish. finish it. You didn't finish. Yeah. So I. Well, let's get on so to a, a, a negative. It. <laughs> well, let's get on to our next film, Belfast. We all have a story to tell, but what makes each one different is not how the story ends, but rather the place where it begins. Can you you think me and that girl have a future? Why the heck not? You know she's a Catholic. And you call me here? Yes! You know who you are. Your buddy from Belfast, where everybody knows you. The whole family looks out for you. Be good, son. But you can't be good, be, be careful. Which tell us about Belfast. Give us the synopsis and give us the cast and crew. Uh, the... This film is directed by Ken, written and directed by Kenneth Branagh, who, of course, does a lot of films, um, mostly Shakespeare, of course. Uh, <laughs> but this is a, a throwback film from, and it's a, it's about it's similar to his life story, I guess you could say. And it, the basic premise is uh, a young boy and his working class Belfast family experience the tumultuous late 1960s. Oh, that's the official synopsis. Well, on IMDb, and I well, that's kind of what the movie is, coming. right? I mean, and and also starring in the film is uh, uh, Jamie Dornan and K- Katrina Balfe, yeah, Jude Hill and Louis McCaskey, along with Judy Dench and Sierra Hines. And this is also centers around a, a young boy. Who's the actor who plays the young boy? Uh, that'll be Jude Hill. Uh, Jude Hill. Jude Hill. Okay, buddy. All right, uh, who, uh, Raymond, tell us your thoughts on on Belfast. Well, um, Belfast, I was actually looking forward to. I I, I didn't. Well, I, I don't know why I didn't watch these trailers. I didn't see any trailers for the movie. I just saw the posters, and I was like, "Oh, this is Ken Branagh's new movie." As everyone's saying, this autobiograph, autobiographical film for him. I was like, "This is going to be Kenneth Branagh's like version of Roma, or something like that," and. Um, while watching it, I, I kind of got, I, I guess, a little bit of that vibe. And I also got a little bit of a, like a cinema Paradiso vibe at times. Except all of those movies have something something very special to it. that Something very special to them that this movie was just missing. This movie felt very, um, I don't know, felt very flat for me. I mean, the performances were all great. And... Um, performances were great (laughs) (laughs) and there were there were definitely there were definitely great there were definitely great scenes in the movie but uh, i don't know the movie just didn't really work for me yeah yeah i too i too uh, well i did see the trailer and i did uh hear about the you know the the praises it was getting and uh, and i was i was looking forward to it i was really you know considering going to theaters for to go see it but i'm uh, i'm i'm glad it came out on vod and we checked it out and um, I, I'm a fan of some of Kenneth Brown's films. Uh, I, I'm a I stand by uh, Mary Shelley's uh, Frankenstein. <laughs> I love that film. <laughs> and, uh, um, but um, and there's some really great performances. And I wouldn't be surprised if Jamie Dorn and Katrina uh, Belfi, if they get nominated for this film, 
they deserve even it. Sirian Hines, know. even Sirian Hines. Mm-hmm. I uh, I kind of wish Judy Dench doesn't <laughs> doesn't get uh, nominated, but uh, yeah. Those, but you know those what three... though, I I gotta say though, really really quick though, it 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 was so great to see Judy Dench though in a movie like this, like giving a real performance after having to see her in you know Artemis Fowl and Cats. And, you know, <laughs> it's very nice to see her in a, in a real movie. That was that was nice. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's true. I mean, th- this is this is a better choice for her, that's for sure. Um, but yeah, the the film it, it's it's I was kind of underwhelmed by it all over, overall. Um, it, I was really hoping it had a more uh, refreshing kind of um, feel to it. Uh, I there was nothing there was nothing really um, over exciting in, in the whole film. I mean, there was nothing. Like they they could have went a lot darker on on some stuff, and they could have uh, got uh, even like a different feel to it, but they didn't. It just stayed um, it, it just stayed basic to me. And and Kenneth Branagh, um, uh, of course, drew, uh, grew up there in Belfast at the time, and I thought they had something going for it because of the the violence in in the beginning, uh, showing them. That there, there's a way out. I mean, for him, he, the father gets a job in, in the UK or whatever, uh, and I, I would, I would think that it's, it's a no-brainer. I mean, get the hell out. I mean, it's, it's a perfect opportunity for them. Well, I think, I think, and they just, you know, they, they delayed it so long and stuff like that. It's just, I think, the, what the movie's trying to say is, uh, I think, what the movie's trying to say is that it's, it's very hard to make these decisions to move to leave your homeland or your home country, and I think, yeah, that's, but it, yeah. Of course, it's a hard. It's hard to leave family. That's for sure. Yeah, and also I think that the the tagline of this movie is like the your family is your your you know the 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 heart is or I forget the tagline, but it's, it's something about the, like your, the neighborhood you grow in, you grow up in, or something like that. Like the uh, the, fa- yeah. family is where your heart is, or something like that. But I think what I uh, really liked about the movie, uh, well, I agree with you. I do. I did feel underwhelmed in the first half of the movie. The, the but then they got to the second half and where it became more fo- focused and where you feel that the the movie uh, picked up steam and i go okay then this kind of makes more sense i understand what what the movie is trying to say and then i kind of really kind of enjoyed the film i think this movie is a a better than a come on come on uh not not to compare these two movies because they're totally different movies but uh uh i think in a lot of ways, I wish maybe Mike Mills directed this movie and Kenneth Branagh directed the other movie because Kenneth Branagh is not a, a nuanced uh, filmmaker. And this was like so filled with kind of uh, different memories and, and, and style and, you know, like really kind of these uh, trick shots and Dutch angles or something for, for no really apparent reason where I think Mike Mills would have been a much uh, simpler uh, filmmaker. He could have maybe worked this kind of uh, material better, but where come on, come on was so, you know, slow. I think kind of Rana could have, uh, could have uh, whipped up a little more excitement for come on, come on, but whatever the case, I think Belfast was, is a, uh, a better kind of, story i guess i mean i think i, I do i do I, I do like seeing filmmakers personal history you know both movies are semi biographical but i think with this movie uh you really do see a sense of uh, of um a, a, a particular time and it does feel like memories and and and, and, and you know i do like the idea that this was kind of a 
you know, we don't we, we rarely see films about the troubles in Ireland like, that, that particular time, especially recently. And I think we, we need to, I think more films. But that's why I wish it would have been a bit of, a, a better look at it. <laughs> yeah. That's why I wish it would have been a, a, a more, you know, like the like the definitive version of it. This is this isn't quite that. But um, I, you must have also loved the movie, right, Mike, because you're a big Van Morrison fan, right? <laughs> Yeah, that's another thing. I mean, yeah. Van Morrison. There's, you know, the movie's filled yeah. with with Van Morrison uh, songs, and I am a Van Morrison fan. But I mean, a lot of these songs were not, you know, released in 1969. I mean, so so it's, it's so that again, I think this just shows you that <laughs> no. they were made for the movie, right? No, a lot of it from his uh, uh, earlier albums. But I think I think what Kenneth Branagh is doing mm-hmm. here, he's really shooting this. He's really making this movie in the the perspective of, of the young boy and it really kind of it doesn't matter if details you know are accurate or genuine it's kind of just these kind of nostalgia memories it's pieces of of, of, of a dream kind of a way and uh th- that's I, why I, he does those stylized shots um, yeah it's kind of the point like of, there's that one stylized shot he does like early in the movie where like uh, his his mother holds up the, the a trash can lid and like she, she almost like looks like Wonder Woman with shield. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's done in that kind of the eyes of the the young boy, and it's really kind of in his brain or whatever. Yeah. And I I kind of liked it. I mean, it's a it's a little bit more kind of um, well, I like delightful, I guess. I, I like the 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 scenes that I like the scenes with the kid where it had a little bit of a cinema paradiso vibe because they there is a couple yeah. moments in the movie where you see like his love for cinema. And how his love for cinema blends in with like r- the real life stuff, and how he's basically just using that and like as, as an escape or in, in a way. But they don't really lean too into that. It's just a little bit there. It's just kind of sprinkled. Yeah, I would have liked more. Yeah, I, I know what you're talking. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. I mean, I, th- 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 this movie does feel like a little bit old fa- old fashioned in that sense, and. Um, yeah, I just wish it was it was a little bit more kind of grounded in some kind of um, historical facts, I guess, or you know, like I would have loved to see a little bit more about why the troubles in this particular neighborhood got in that, you know, uh, 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 yes, you know, yes. T- turmoil, I guess, the civil turmoil. But uh, again, I guess it's because it was in the eyes of the boy, and he probably wouldn't have known. Um, yeah, I, I, it's a personal movie from uh, Kenneth Branagh, and I, you know, I, I, I it's a, it's a, it's a fine movie. It's, not, it's not nothing. I wouldn't say this is like one of the best movies of the year, but I think it's, a, it's a pretty strong movie. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I agree. But I do, I, I have no problem with some people putting it in their top ten. Um, it's, it, it does deserve you know, somewhat praises, but I would just wish it, it could have been, I wish Kenneth Branagh would have brought another screenwriter to help him out with the, with the, with the, the screenwriting and just to, to spice it up a bit and, and to, um, uh, get more, you know, get, get more feel into it. It, it, it had the potential, like I said before, and, but the, the performances, uh, that's the one that, that, that surprised me the most. Uh, I think, uh, I think, uh, um, uh, Jamie Dornan knocked it out as yeah. long, and and K, uh, Katrina Balfi, uh, she was robbed from last year with to me with the the Ford versus Ferrari, and uh, I really hope she gets nominated for this one at least because she did a, 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 a another great performance in this film and and she yeah 
I think her star is rising. She could be the next Kate Blanchett. I mean, she's 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 if Kate Blanchett passes, give her a shot. I mean, I you mean, mean you mean retire? This is her time to, to yeah. rise. Not pass away, right? Like, really. Whatever you know, Kate. Uh, I mean, Kate. No, no, no. Kate Blanchett get, get, gets offers every every other day. Okay, yeah, yeah. and she oh, has okay. to pass on something, right? Yeah, okay, I see what you mean. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. She's a good actress. She's a good actress. Yeah, uh, I agree. I think she has potential to be like one of the top leading uh, uh, female actresses out there. Uh, let's grade it. Uh, I'll, I'll say the. I'll give this a, a B minus. Uh, Rich, what's your grade? Yeah, for me, the film itself is probably only um, you know a C plus, but the acting—it's the one that I was going to give an A to. So I got to I got to edge it out with the with probably you know just a solid B. I think it's uh, it, it, the acting on it was was the most entertaining part of it. So uh, I I can appreciate it for that. So I'll I'll give it a B. Raymond, I'll go B minus. Okay, there you go. Uh, so that was our review of Come On, Come On and Belfast, two movies that are out now on VOD. Thank you for listening to Insight Flicks. We'll be back with a new episode very soon. All right. Bye bye.